Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Tuesday. It's 5.09. You're tuned to News Talk 830 WCCO. So good to hear from Jordana at 408. She sounded a lot better than I thought she would. She has been through... Medical hell, as so many families have been experiencing in recent days and weeks. And Jora's been transparent about sharing what's happening to her. Uh, I think it's part of her therapy, being able to talk about it. But also, I think she's helped a lot of people who are going through something similar. So, so grateful for the care that she's gotten at Mayo Clinic and the fact that she is out of immediate danger and healing up from this bone marrow transplant, which is tough for everyone who goes through it. At the bottom of the hour, at 5.30, I hope you'll tune in. Steve Futterman, CBS reporter extraordinaire, is going to be joining us with an update. What happened at today's January 6th select subcommittee hearings in Washington, D.C.? There were some fireworks, some breaking news Uh, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson apparently feeling the heat. We'll get the very latest uh, from Steve Futterman on that. A couple of other stories that caught my eye. Have you ever changed your mind based on something you saw on Twitter? And by the way, three quarters of Americans are not on Twitter. Right? It's very vocal, 25%, give or take, that use Twitter on a regular basis. A third of tweets from U.S. adults are political. (laughs) I don't think, Chris, have you ever seen a tweet? Okay, I'm changing my mind. Thank (laughs) you for that tweet. Like, you're only going to convince somebody? I haven't, I haven't, well, I haven't, like, changed my mind, but. There are times where I see something, I'm like, okay, well, that that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Or, or I mean, I, I like to think that I've got an open mind, but I think it all depends on the subject, too, though. Like, if it's politics, eh, it's very little that, that you can tell me or that, that I will look at, that I will be, you know, open to change my mind. But, I, I mean, there are – I guess it just depends on the topic. So maybe I'm in the very minority. I like Twitter. Sometimes I get good information. If it's from a trusted source linked to a story – uh, a statistic that's interesting. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta consider the source too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as much as I love Uncle Ned 
you know, I'm I'm not going to take it a gospel trust, but verify. <laughs> he's an but, expert on everything, right? I mean, it just depends well, on the week. He thinks he is. He <laughs> thinks he is, and he's got a little too much free time. People, listen to this. People over okay. the age of fifty mm-hmm. produce seventy-eight percent of all political tweets from U.S. adults. So, yeah, okay, really, whatever. But but again, I think you're spinning your wheels. Yeah, I I appreciate that you may be passionate about what you're talking about and it's good to have passion but are you really going to convince somebody on yeah. twitter i don't think so maybe face to face over a cup of coffee maybe but uh, uh, whatever i think it's how uh, things couple- are worded too you know i think it depends on wording too well, maybe that's just me a new law in ohio allows school employees to carry guns to work oh and apparently this new legislation in Ohio reduces the minimum training hours from 700 to 24. I, I'm a Second Amendment proponent, but I think everybody should be trained and everybody should know how to secure their firearms. You know, I worry more about that, about, you know, not locking up my firearms and my Somebody getting a hold of them. seven hours and, of training. Is that did I did I hear 24 that? hours? Oh, 24 the, the hours. minimum training hours. Okay. Apparently in Ohio went from 700 hours mm, okay. to 24 hours. I yeah, how can that be a good thing? I I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, it's Ohio. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I still don't believe that that's the answer to the problem is just saturating the market with more firearms but that's i mean there. are i mean you're arming people that don't even want to be armed like there are a lot of people out there i mean they don't like teachers i mean teachers have enough on their plates i mean you honestly want to arm them and tell them all right well there's one more thing that you've got to do i mean they're already extremely stressed and just stretched thin Hey, there were 14 good guys with guns at that Uvalde, Texas massacre. That's true. That's 14 cops in the hallway waiting Mm -hmm. for the better part of an hour. And now it turns out there's news today that apparently the door into the classroom was left unlocked. They could have opened up the door. They didn't have to wait for somebody for a key. And no, they waited because their commander apparently wasn't there. So they waited in the hallway while kids were getting massacred in that classroom. So the whole good guy with a gun, yeah, sometimes it works out that way, sometimes it doesn't. But I agree with you, you know, saturating everything, every church, every school, every restaurant. I mean, do we really want everybody to have a gun? Maybe. I I, I guess if you're Smith & Wesson, that sounds like a, a good day. I'm not so sure it's going to help. Yeah, no, I'm. I to me, I just, you just you're making a bad problem worse. And again, I, I'm all for I'm all for the Second Amendment, but I, I I think it's just getting bastardized at this point. Like it's just twisted and turned into something that it was never meant to be, just for the sake of argument's sake. But that's well, it, was, it was meant to be a well-regulated militia. Mm-hmm. And people sometimes forget the well-regulated part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And finally, drone deliveries from Amazon. Prime Air is going to be delivering packages via drones later this year. Residents of Lockford, California, 
will be among the first to get their stuff via drone. I just, it sounds good on paper, right? Save money, I think. Fewer delivery drivers. But what happens when everybody has a drone and, then, and those drones don't stay up in the air? Anyway, well, we'll see how this all works out. We shall see. When we come back, it's been an interesting year for farming. Got off to a very late start with that chilly uh, April and much of May. Kurt Burns is going to be updating us on uh, the situation west of the metro. He farms corn, and he's joining us next on CCO. Paul Douglas, back with you. We talk uh, quite a bit about farming. Uh, Minnesota has an amazing farming culture. As an entrepreneur, I salute America's original entrepreneurs, which were farmers, taking risks every year, every season, taking risks with uncertain returns. That is the definition of an entrepreneur. And so I'm I'm blown away by what they do and the risks they take. And uh, I gobble up all the technology, the GPS-enabled tractors and the precision farming now. And uh, Kurt Burns has been very transparent and helpful talking about some of the challenges and opportunities facing farmers. He farms out in Stewart, about 75 miles west of the Twin Cities. Kurt joins us today on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, Kurt, welcome back. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Uh, depends who you ask. Uh, don't talk to my wife. I, I'm going to pretend I'm doing okay. <laughs> That's good. Well, we're doing a lot better than the last time you talked to us. Uh, it, it looks like we got everything planted in the area that I cover uh, in Sibley, McLeod, Renville County area, Meeker County area, and Nicollet County area. And so the last three weeks with warmer temperatures, uh, the crops are looking a lot better and have responded very well. So the attitude is a little bit better than the last time we talked. Well, that I'm, man, I'm very happy to hear that. And look, I know all the farmers got off to a late start this year with our, our chilly spring. Has the recent heat kind of made up for that late start? Yeah, it has, Paul. The The recent heat, now obviously the last couple of days have been too excessive of, of warm temperatures, but the, the sunshine and the warm temperatures the last three weeks have really uh, it got this crop growing and uh, we still need time. Uh, you, you still have to make up that time at the end of the growing season. So you hope that the frost date is going to be in mid to late October this year. Uh, but at this point, uh, we're, we're advancing the crop uh, very, very well. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Hey, a lot of concerns about supply chain issues, the price of gasoline, and I know that uh, farmers are impacted by that. Is that affecting your operations, Kurt? At this point, no, but uh, we've been hearing some rumblings about diesel fuel availability this fall, uh, liquid propane for drying our corn, uh, those type of things. You hope that uh, the supply chain will be good, but them are always things that uh, the curveball can can hit you pretty bad uh, when things like that happen because we need diesel fuel and uh, and LP to, to get our crop out of the fields in the fall, and so... Uh, we hope that that supply chain is there, but it's uh, we're hearing a little rumblings that it, there, there could be some disruption there. Let's hope not. Is the mood 
among your colleagues, your friends, fellow farming uh, advocates right now, are people more optimistic than they were even a couple of months ago in spite of the supply chain and inflation? And and uh, what what is the mood out there? I know that during the height of the pandemic, there was a lot of despair, a lot of farmers, you know, taking their lives out of desperation, not being able to, you know, not being able to break even, losing money, going into bankruptcy, not being able to provide. I hope things are better. Do you sense that things are a little bit better in the community? Yeah, I do, Paul. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's uh, you are correct. Uh, the weather is everything for agriculture. And when the weather cooperates, the the attitudes and the moods of getting your work done out here in the fields and, and with the livestock is so much better. And and when the weather, you know, is not in your favor like it was a month ago for a lot of growers in the state of Minnesota and Dakotas, um, that just adds your, to your anxiety of, of commodity prices and, and the supply chain issues that we're facing. So when the weather cooperates, everybody's attitude is a lot better. And, and uh, we're all willing to put the hours in and, and getting our work done. But uh, when the weather doesn't cooperate, uh, it's, it's pretty frustrating. Yeah, no, I hear you. Hey, Kurt, I want to talk about weather weirding since you kind of alluded to this. I remember I talked at the Minnesota Farmers Union a couple of years ago, and I just showed the data and the trends, precipitation, flooding, et cetera, et cetera, longer growing season. People nodded. Nobody pushed back, at least not publicly. Uh, and people came up afterwards and they didn't necessarily refer to climate change. They called it the weather patterns are different, Paul. Uh, there's been a change in the last 20, 30 years. What do we do about it? Is is weather weirding showing up in your fields? Have you noticed changes in the last 20 years? How are things different than they were maybe for your father? I tell you, Paul, I think the extremes are so much more than they were when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s as a teenager and, and early adult i think years ago when we used to be out in the fields uh, y- if you saw the clouds come in from the west you meant you had a, probably an all-day rain coming and at the end of the day you maybe had an inch to inch and a half of rain and now these events when they come you can get an inch and a half to two inches of rain in 15 minutes and that's what causes the the water erosion and and uh and the flooding so so drastically is that the extremes of uh, of the moisture that comes or the thunderstorm activity, and then now the extremes of wind and hot and heat, and and now you have uh, the you know just three weeks ago, four weeks ago we were we were wet with these soils, and now we're drying out, and within a three to four week pattern, and I think that's the difference is that it was back uh, forty forty five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, the the dries are drier and the the wets are wetter. It seems like the hydrology cycle is on fast forward, and and frankly, that's what the climate models were predicting thirty years ago. And we've kind of gone from theory to reality. I, I really do believe that every threat is an opportunity. Uh, you know, the techniques that we used back in the seventies and eighties probably won't work in the twenty twenties and twenty thirties. But thankfully, there are a lot of smart people. Uh, working on ways to get those record yields no matter what Mother Nature throws at us. 
But uh, Kurt Burns, it, it's been an honor uh, chatting with you over the years. I wish you and yours the very best, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you for the update, Kurt. Thanks a lot, Paul. Have a great evening. Hang in there. May the price of corn continue to escalate. Well, maybe that's not something to wish for. Well, for Kurt's sake, I hope it does. I I do miss the Minnesota sweet corn. Is there any sweet corn in the in the stores yet? I've seen a little bit. Do you yeah. know? Uh, yeah, I've, you see I've seen Minnesota sweet corn. It's still kind of early, isn't it? Oh, see, I, yeah. I don't know Minnesota. I I mean, I've seen. You don't want that I, Chinese corn. No, don't I, eat the Chinese. corn. I don't want the communist corn. No, no, no. That's no. that's bad for you. I want the American corn. American. All right. When we come back. Uh, some breaking news today's January 6th hearings. What happened? What should we pay attention to? Steve Futterman from CBS has the latest next. Another day of testimony in the uh, January 6th hearings. The select committee uh, brought more people on the stand. More evidence was produced. What were the highlights? What do we need to know? Thankfully, we have Steve Futterman from CBS News to update us. Steve, welcome back to the show. It's great to be with you. Thank you. What what stood out? What were the moments? Were there any aha moments today? I don't know if there were any aha moments, but there were a number that came close. I think the, the most moving testimony to me was the uh, Speaker of the House from Arizona. His name is Russ Bowers, a long, long, long time loyal Republican office holder. Talked about Ronald Reagan being his hero, uh, said he voted for Donald Trump. But he said that the votes just did not end up in Mr. Trump's favor. And he said Joe Biden won the state. The election was conducted fairly. Uh, he said and that the claims and the pressure that he was put under were quite, uh, in, in his mind, uh, very, very disturbing. He said he was inspired to fulfill what the Constitution requires. At one point, he said uh, to the Trump people, you're asking me to do something against my oath, and I will not break my oath. So you had a Republican who wanted Mr. Trump to win, saying that despite his personal feelings, the votes weren't there and he was not going to uh, change things and go against the Constitution. And then you had similar comments made by people who we are more familiar with. The Secretary of State, also a Republican, Brad Raffensperger from, from Georgia. You may remember him from 2020. He came under Mr. Trump's very, very uh, specific attack throughout that two-month period after the election before January 6th. Uh, you may remember that, that famous phone call where President Trump tells him, I only need X amount of votes, get me those votes, which would basically flip the state to him from Joe Biden. And Raffensperger continued to say, as he said today, uh, they aren't there. And uh, he just basically did not buckle under the pressure, as did this Speaker of the House from Arizona. They just would not buckle under the pressure. At one point today, Raffensperger said, sometimes moments require you to stand up and take the shots. He was talking about situations where he was being basically uh, delivered threats throughout. His wife was uh, uh, getting very, very obscene text messages. Uh, they, they were very disturbing uh, to him. He said, you just have to stand up to the pressure, and that's exactly what he did. Wow. And also... Um Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, apparently there there was evidence produced texts 
that apparently uh, a staffer of Ron Johnson, Senator Johnson, uh, tried to de- attempted to deliver slates of fake Trump electors from Wisconsin and Michigan to then Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, this according to a text, and apparently the Pence aide responded via text, do not give that to him. And they they show they projected these text messages up on the screen. A uh, lot of listeners right now uh, in Wisconsin what else uh, should people know about uh, the implications for Senator Ron Johnson? Well, I think that's still yet to be determined. There was just a snippet of that today. This may be something that the uh, House Select Committee wants to explore more. There could be more witnesses talking about that. But obviously today the focus was on how these states, Wisconsin one of them, uh, Michigan another one, you know the states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Mm -hmm. Arizona, how these states had people in those states trying to pitch the Trump claim that, no, it wasn't Joe Biden who won the election. It was President Trump who won the election. And that went against and continues to go against all the facts that we've received since November 2020. So Ron Johnson may come under a microscope a bit more as the hearing continues. There are two more hearings scheduled one for Thursday, another one still not determined when that will take place. They could have more, but we think they're going to be uh, stay with those six hearings. Steve Futterman, CBS News, we appreciate the update. Thank you so much for what you do, Steve. Great to be with you. Take care. Thank you. That was Steve Futterman with an update, what's happening in D.C. I, Chris, I, I have not been glued to these hearings. I, I read recaps you know from trusted sources Mm -hmm. and i'm you know trying to to weigh all the information do you think it's going to change minds or do you think people's minds are made up and they cherry pick they find the information that supports their belief as opposed to changing their minds i think that's it right there Uh, i think that those that feel like there was a great injustice in the way that the former president was handling it and the whole you know process of this of of the insurrection there are some that are never going to acknowledge the wrongdoing by the president and the president's enablers and those in that you know wing of the GOP um i am hopeful that people are paying attention Maybe the ones in the middle that are not as ensconched in their ways, if if that makes sense. I know one thing that I've tried to do is I've recorded all of them, Paul, and I've watched them in their entirety because I don't want I, I don't want to get to the end of this and say that, okay, well, I'm getting my information from this media source or I'm getting it from this. I wanted to see it in its entirety. And in context, because anything can be spun the way that you want it if you present it properly. Um, But I I would hope that people are paying attention. And it it goes back to kind of what you were talking about Twitter, that have has your mind ever been changed with something that you've seen on Twitter? I'm hoping that there are people that are out there that are paying attention, that are maybe seeing things uh, in a different light for the first time. But there are some that are just never going to acknowledge it at the same time. I mean, this is 
this is white noise to them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've read it since the beginning. Many people see what they want to see mm-hmm. and make excuses for that. So I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's all about the data and the evidence. Nobody's above the law. We still have the rule of law, right? Uh, you have to obey the law, and all of us are accountable. So, And, and I will say it looks... It looks pretty damning. I know there are some that say, well, it, it's trumped. Uh, it's a trumped up presentation, no pun intended, about, you know, trying to, you know, put it out there in such a way. Y- you have to also, and you know this, Paul, I mean, you're a content creator. You have to put content out there in a way that consumers are going to be able to process it, the, the way that they're going to be, be able to actually take it in and consume it. So I, I think that's one thing that the committee has done well is trying to break it down incrementally in certain ways that the general public can be able to you know, to take it in and, and try and digest it and process it in a way that's going to make the most sense. I was a Richard Nixon fan until Watergate. And I remember watching much of that, and my opinion of Dick Nixon changed mm-hmm. with the facts and the evidence. And I thought, yeah. again, in this country, you're allowed to change your mind. I have more respect for people who change their mind yes. based on the evidence, based on the data, uh, that aren't caught up in something more. That just say, yeah, that, that was wrong, and there should be accountability. Yeah, so and, and, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that there, that some of those people that may believe in it are, are, are bad people. No. I, f- I feel like they've been manipulated and lied to by the people that are feeding them the information. I, I'm, I'm not always going to say, you know, you're a bad person if you're going to support, you know, a, a certain individual or a, a certain movement. There are times where good people get hoodwinked and they get malip- manipulated to the point where that's all they see, and and then it just takes something of this magnitude that might finally be something that might be presented in an opposite way. It's just- Everybody is accountable for their actions. Everybody. Absolutely. From the top down. So uh, when we come back, a, a couple of uh, late-night comedians who made us laugh – and the perils of blue ice. You heard about black ice? Wait till you hear about blue ice. Oof, it's coming up next. This touchless Taco Bell could be the future of drive throughs It makes sense. The best way to experience Taco Bell is not to touch it. <laughs> the kitchen. See, the kitchen is elevated above the drive through so it's been described as a floating restaurant that delivers tacos from the sky. Are they just getting their franchise ideas from five-year-olds explaining a drawing? This is a floating taco restaurant that delivers taco from the sky. And this is a dinosaur that can turn into a jet with guns that shoot pizza rolls. Pew, 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 pew. Taco, 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 taco. <laughs> hey, I love Taco Bell. In moderation. <laughs> it's where we get our most gas as Americans. Yeah, the only place you can get gas for a buck twenty nine. That never gets old. No, it, it should get old, but it doesn't. So uh, Jimmy Kimmel was off. Uh, Sean Hayes was filling in. Here's what he had to say. 
Thanks, you guys. Welcome to Jimmy Kimmel Live. I'm your guest host for the week, Sean Hayes. Thank you. Um, Jimmy is busy training for the Sochi Olympics. Um, <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him they were in 2014. Um, at this point, though, you know, Jimmy's like the McRib. You can't get him year-round, and he's always covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay. Uh, better to be covered in uh, barbecue sauce than uh, blue ice. Listen to this. You think you had a rough week? A woman in Canada claimed a frozen lump of excrement from an airplane passing overhead ripped through the roof of her mom's house. Stephanie Moore said she was woken up by a loud crashing sound, saw a huge hole in the ceiling in the hallway less than 15 feet from where she was sleeping. In the morning, daylight could be seen shining through the hole, which was about one meter in diameter, about three feet wide. Good grief. The crash caused damage to the roof's planking and shingles. The roofer who showed up said it was most likely blue ice, a term for frozen excrement that can accidentally <laughs> leak away from planes in mid-flight, oh named for the color of the disinfectant used by the sewage systems in those commercial plane lavatories. Mm-mm. Oh. A spokeswoman for Transport Canada said they are looking into the matter. <laughs> you think? I think you could just look into this lady's house and figure out that's the matter. Oh, man. I wonder what that looks like on Doppler radar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, would it be blue and would it be... I like, don't know. You know? I don't I don't know, but I that's that's a bad day. Look, I'm glad nobody was injured yeah. or worse, but if you if you're gonna go can you imagine being hit by that? By a big blue <laughs> giant blue pile of Fro- crap. Frozen, frozen crap. Frozen crap. Uh, yeah. All right. I, I I mean th- see, that could have been like your weird news when you and Jor do like your weird news. Uh, you can't, you can't top that. But now I'm going to be paranoid that I don't want any airplanes coming near my house. Hey, here's a pro tip: don't use airplane lavatories in your bare feet. <laughs> Every flight, I see a couple. Oh, of, no, it's usually no, guys. No, and they go, they go in in their bare feet. I'm like, are you nuts? What is the matter with you? Oh no, gross. No, ew, ew. No, people don't. See, that, you're making that up. Nobody. No, I'm not. I have seen it. I have seen it with my own eyes. And, like, that's that's living on the edge. I don't even go into my own bathroom without, you know, socks or slippers on. Gross. <laughs> Multiple layers. Wear layers. Hey, thanks for joining us. We'll, we'll try this hot mess again tomorrow. Be safe out there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.